Hi everyone, this is Nellie. Thank you for tuning in today to my ministry, Songs, Scripture, and My Thoughts. Today is March 1st, 2023. I can't believe we're already in March. Today, I want to talk just a little bit about the fruits of the Spirit. I did a message a few days ago regarding the good fruits of the Spirit. And I just want to read a little bit more additional information on that from the Holy Bible. And the reason I want to is because this kind of ties into today's message as well. Today's song recommendation is Precious Love by Chris Tomlin. Today's scripture will be found in the book of Matthew. Chapter 12, verses 33 through 37, and then we will continue in Matthew in chapter 13, verses 1 through 23. Today's message is titled, The Sower. And as the title of the message, we are going to read about the one of Jesus' parables, The Sower, today. I want to touch just a little bit on my thoughts because this is how I've just been feeling lately. Because as a Christian, God places a calling on our lives. And I don't know about you, but sometimes when he calls us to do something, it can seem almost impossible or at the very least not feel qualified for the task he gives you. That's how I feel at times because you know this is this is a big task taking on the word of God but he he trusts me with it and of course I don't feel qualified but I do recognize that at one point I absolutely didn't know nothing I really didn't as I pursued God and he pursued me actually I read more and more from the Holy Bible I took the time to read it from beginning to end and he opened up my eyes to see new things and to hear new things and and he he does this with everyone if we take the time to get into the Word of God so as I'm seeing things he is qualifying me why because first of all God uses us in our weaknesses to do big things for him for his kingdom and during during that he he draws us into a closer relationship with him and he he's the one that is actually working through us he's doing the work not us i'm not doing the work he is through me and i have to continue to see it that way whether i i know if i'm reaching anybody or not i have to con continue with mission continue with the calling that god has put me put on my heart because he calls us to do to he he calls us to do his work and he and it's in his his strength and his might that he delivers the word that he wants to deliver so 
If we feel that something is beyond our ability, we can be assured, assured that he will help us complete the task because he's the one that put it in front of us to do. So he helps me. Anyway, I just wanted to say that because I don't know if you are out there and you're feeling the same way, questioning if you're qualified. Well, he has qualified us. He doesn't just tell anybody to come on and podcast and give messages and read from the Holy Bible. He hand selects us and we have to listen, we have to obey, and we have to do whatever he's called us to do. So with that, let us pray. Dear Father, help us to live and breathe your word. Help produce in us the good fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. We want to be like you, Father. We want to be like you. Thank you for your goodness and loving kindness. Help us to plant seeds for your kingdom. Help us to become deeply rooted, deeply worded, and rooted in our faith, deeply rooted in our faith. So we can indeed bear fruit, good fruit, and we can bring forth a hundredfold, 60-fold or 30-fold. Help us to plant those seeds, God. We also want to thank you for your forgiveness and grace. Thank you for your peace and comfort. We lift all our needs up to you today. And especially if we if anyone out there, I know I have people that are still a lost sheep. Bring them back into your fold, Father. Call them back home. Call them home. And we ask, we ask that you hear our prayer, our prayer today and answer according to your will. In Jesus' name, in the name of our precious, precious Jesus, amen. So I want to read, if you want to grab your Bibles, we'll just get right into it. Again, a couple days ago, I, I read some scripture regarding the good fruits of the Spirit. And I also had mentioned that I'm in the book of Matthew. And as I read, if something jumps out at me, I'm going to share it with you. And I'm like, oh, I've got to, I've got to add this in addition to the last message. 
So Matthew chapter 12, verses 33 through 37 says this. And the title is, Words, Words Reveal Character. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For the tree is known by its fruit. Pause. <sighs> you can't be a hodgepodge, I guess he's trying to tell us. Either be one or the other. Be a good fruit tree and practice good, the, the good fruits of the Spirit. Or go the other way. And because the reason I wanted to pause there is because what Jesus says next, well, he starts out by saying, you brood of vipers, how can you being evil speak what is good? For the mouth speaks out of that which fills the heart. The good man brings out of his good treasure what is good, and the evil man brings out of his treasure what is evil. But I tell you that every careless word that people speak, they shall give an accounting for it the day of judgment, in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Pause. Those are some powerful words from our Savior, Jesus Christ. And he's given us a warning to use our, our words wisely. I've said in former messages, that I am careful what I see and I'm careful what I hear because the Holy Spirit, I'm the temple of God. The Holy Spirit resides in me. And do I want him to see that? Do I want him to hear that? Do I want him to hear me say that? Say those words. And of course, guys, we're not going to get it right. Sometimes we're going to say things that we wish we hadn't said. And that's why it's always important to be right with the Lord every day. And I just, you know, I always often say, oh, Lord, I'm sorry I said that. Repentance is key. But when he says that we're going to give an accounting in the day of judgment for any words that were evil, if we speak evil, I'm talking evil. Even thoughts, I believe, because, you know, I've come on before where I think I, I actually hear people, they, they get so mad that they kind of wish harm on someone. <laughs> like, oh, no, don't do that. The vengeance is God's to, to take. He's, he's God. The vengeance is his. And so anyway, I just wanted to add what our precious Lord and Savior has said to us, the writing on the wall, the writing in his book, 
that words reveal character. And if we are born again, and the Lord Jesus has his spirit into our heart, the Holy Spirit sanctifies us and cleanses us, purifies us, and he shows us what's right and wrong, and he, with every single step, like for instance, I'm standing up right now, in every step, we're careful what we do in every single step. Not because he's going to throw us into the pit of hell, because he's not going to. We're saved. But he's cleansing us, and he's causing us to think about what we're, we're saying or think about what we just said. He is perfecting us to, to look like him, to walk alongside him and to bear the good fruits of the Spirit. So, take that for whatever it's worth. <laughs> it really jumped off the page to me this morning as I read. So I wanted to share that with you. And these messages are for myself as well. So, let's go into now Matthew chapter 13, verses 1 through 23. And uh, this goes into the parable of the sower. And I'm going to read straight through. I think it's good for our, our souls to hear his word, especially in the parables, because... Jesus does explain the parable. So there's no reason for me to explain it as I go along. Some of the parables in scripture, he doesn't go on to explain all of them, but a lot of them he does. And in this parable, the sower, he explains. So I'm going to go ahead and, and read it. And part of our... Uh, prayer was that we become deeply rooted we want to be the the soil that's planted we want to be the good soil that's planted so we can produce fruit and bring people share the gospel with those that don't know the gospel plant the good seeds and hope and pray for people to believe as we believe, whether that brings in a hundredfold, sixtyfold, or thirtyfold. But that is the Great Commission, to bring people into the kingdom of God and to help help God. We are his his voice. So here, here we go, and pardon if I fumble my words. Jesus teaches in parables. That day, Jesus went out of the house and was sitting by the sea, and large crowds gathered to him. So he got into a boat and sat down, and the whole crowd was standing on the beach. And he spoke many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, 
I want to pause right here, guys, really quick. Place yourself in that whole crowd that was standing on the beach, listening to the God of Ages speak. You're, you're standing there or sitting there on the beach and you're listening to the God of Ages. See him, hear him. Verse three, and he spoke many things in them in parables saying, Behold, the sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seeds fell beside the road, and the birds came and ate them up. Others fell on the rocky places where they did not have much soil, and immediately they sprang up because they had no depth of soil. But when the sun had risen, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. Others fell among the thorns, and the thorns came up and choked them out. And others fell on the good soil and yielded a crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear. An explanation. And the disciples came and said to him, Why do you speak to them in parables? Jesus answered them, To you it has been granted to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been granted. For whoever has, to him more shall be given and he will have an abundance. But whoever does not have, even what he has shall be taken away from him. Therefore I speak to them in parables, because while seeing, they do not see, and while hearing, they do not hear, nor do they understand. In their case, the prophecy of Isaiah is being fulfilled which says, You will keep on hearing, but will never understand. You will keep on seeing, but will not perceive. For the heart of this people has become dull. With their ears they scarcely hear, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise they would see with their eyes, hear with their ears, and understand with their hearts and return. And I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. For truly I say to you that many prophets and righteous men desire to see what you see and did not see it and to hear what you hear, and did not hear it. The sower explained. Hear then the parable of the sower. Pause, I want you to hear that word. He says, hear. Hear then the parable of the sower. So he's opening ears. 
When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand, let me read that again, I'm fumbling my words, sorry guys. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in his heart. This is the one on whom seed was sown beside the road. The one on whom seed was sown on the rocky places. This is the man who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no firm root in himself but is only temporary. And when affliction or persecution arises because of the word, immediately he falls away. And the one on whom seed was sown among the thorns, this is the man who hears the word, and the worry of the world and the deceitfulness of the wealth choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. And the one on whom seed was sown on the good soil, this is the man who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and brings forth some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. Pause. If you're like me, you know people in each, in each group. I have seen it take place in my in my own life and I know before I truly became born again when I used to pick up the Bible and read every now and again and you know I just didn't understand anything that I was reading I just didn't understand it I didn't hear it I was one of the ones that was hearing and seeing but couldn't see or hear couldn't understand it wasn't until i committed my life to jesus that he opened up my ears to hear and my eyes to see and he gave me knowledge to understand what he was saying to me i've never been one to hear the word and have it you know receive it with joy quickly and then it then fall away i i i that's to my recollection, that's never happened to me. But I do know people that it's happened to. I mean, they hear the good news and they're just so excited and bam, they, they, they're, they're ready. They're ready to go out and, and give their lives to Jesus. And then they go through a, they go through an affliction or persecution arises or something happens and they just, they immediately just fall away. But I've also seen this group advance into the good soil. It really just depends, in my opinion, on how much you commit to the Lord and how much you open someone's ears to. But I don't want my knowledge to be taken away. And through my life, I've you know gone through illnesses and, and death in the family and things like that, where... It just makes me stronger in my faith because I allow it to to work through with I allow Jesus to go through it with me and he does give peace 
and comfort through trials and tribulations, even though, oh gosh, anxiety can creep in. Like, the anxiety of the unknown, that's where faith comes in. Faith in just accepting that he's God and his will be done, right? <laughs> what can we do? Absolutely nothing, but just be ready. There's a, an extended family member in my, in my life, in my group, an in-law family member. And well, his sister, his sister's husband, his brother-in-law passed away in his sleep just a couple days ago. You know, no, no particular reason, no warning, just like that. But you know what, guys? He was ready. He was ready. And the beautiful note on that was that he, the deceased that is now in heaven, really made his wife feel so loved. Not that he never did. He always was a good, just a good person. Just overall good person. Just a warm human being. Had the good fruits of the spirit. So he treated his wife well. But he just gave her some extra I love you's and I appreciate you. And I'm thankful to be your husband. So many good Good words came out of his mouth the evening before he passed. But this is where we want to be if, you know, every day ready, every day ready. And so we don't want the temporary afflictions and, and whatever arises to knock us off of our faith. We want to grow. We want to grow. That's why he tells us to be thankful in all things, even though it's really difficult to be thankful in all things. But we are to be thankful. I hope that you, I hope that this parable spoke volumes to you. Of course, we want to be the seed sown on the good soil. We want to be that good seed sown on the good soil because. He allows us to hear the word, hear the word of God and understand it. And because we hear the word of God and understand it, we're able to learn God will use us to, to, to share it with others. And he's never going to give us all understanding of all things. He, he, he will open our ears to new things. We can go back and read the same passage and he will open our ears to something new because it's the living word of God. And he knows your heart. He knows, he knows that you, you want to know him. He knows that you, he knows your love and commitment and dedication. And as I said in my last message, when you're born again, you can't be the old self. When you, for instance, get baptized in the water, and you come up, you have to know that when you come up, you have to dedicate your life to the Lord. It, it's got to be a commitment, an intentional commitment, an intentional decision. 
because you're ready. You're so tired of living life without Jesus. Because oh, I can't even imagine. I, I can. I used to be so tired of living without Jesus. Just exhausting. But every day, not every day I should say, but a lot of the times, I have to give the load back to him because it sneaks back on me and I try to solve people's problems. Especially in the night. I don't know if that happens to you, but we, you know, we can't, I have insomnia, so I've got, you know, but I try to fill my, my mind up with, with songs of praise and, and uh, I like to recite Psalm 23 and I like to feel, you know, when I've got the anxiety going, I just have to fill my mind with the good news, the good news, the gospel. So I hope this message has blessed you. If you're one of the ones that uh, there was one in verse 22 and the one on whom seed was sown among the thorns, this is the man who hears the word and the worry of the world and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. I know people that are so consumed with making money. And yes, we need money to pay our bills and whatnot, but it just consumes them that they don't have, they don't have time for God. And so the word is choked out. And there's, there's a verse where we can't serve both God and money. You have, to, you have to decide who you're going to serve and trust God with giving you what you need for your needs. Focus more on God than your wealth because you don't, you don't, well, it says, and the worry of the world, just worrying all the time. You're spending all the time worrying. You're not spending enough time with the Lord. Because the Lord will snuff out worry. Because he asks us to cast all of our anxiety onto him. Because he'll take care of it. We can't, we can't add another, another second to our lives. God is in, in control of everything. And I'm so glad he is. That way we don't have to worry about everything else, right? <laughs> I'm going to come on soon and read Psalm 22. All the Psalms are important, so I hope you tune in for that. All the glory to God, all the glory to our God. Listen to the song, Precious Love. It's about gathering people to know our Lord and Savior and his precious love so other people can know him and serve him and commit their lives to them and be born again. Much love to all. Until next time. Bye.